The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello there. I hope all is well. Day two of the 2021 NFL Draft is in the books. The Philadelphia Eagles have made their picks and are at the podium with a jam-packed presser. And guess what? It's locked, loaded, and ready for you. I am your host, Rachel Prevet. Today is Saturday, May 1st, and this podcast is brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. With the 37th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles selected Alabama center Landon Dickerson. And with the 73rd pick in the draft, the Eagles selected Louisiana Tech defensive tackle Milton Williams. Before the break, you'll hear second round pick Landon Dickerson answer questions on his injury recovery process, being reunited with Devontae Smith, being a versatile player, and his leadership style. Dickerson will be followed by Milton Williams, who touched on his pre-draft process, his excitement for football, and his impressive pro day performance. And after the break, you'll hear from Howie Roseman, Andy Weidel, and Nick Sirianni as they explain why they are not worried about Landon Dickerson's injury history. But first, let's hear from the Eagles' second and third round picks. Two questions. First of all, how is uh, how is the knee? What is the timetable for your recovery? And then what is your best Devontae Smith story? Uh, timetable for me, you know, I'm just taking it day by day right now. I'm looking to get back as soon as I can and work on competing and doing whatever I can to make this team better. And then uh, favorite Devontae Smith story, uh, I, I may save those for another day. There, we got plenty of them, but uh, Devontae's a great dude. I love him to death, and I'm really excited to work, you know, getting to work with him and play with him. So, thank you. Go ahead, Les, and then Ed Kratz. Hey, Landon, congratulations. Thank uh, you. I, I don't want to belabor this, but I want to make sure I have the right information. So, you had two ACLs, and you've had that tightrope thing on your ankles, right? Uh, yes. Is that the case? Okay. And is there a back thing too, or is the, is that not correct? That, that's incorrect. Okay, just the ankles and the knees. Okay, so how do you, you know, obviously it's a question, you know, how durable you're going to be. What's your what's your answer to that? My answer is 
I'm going to give everything I got for the city of Philly and my team. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to work every day. That's my goal. What have doctors told you? You know, they said you're, you're fine now, you know, this is all over. Or what, what, what have, what have they said? I mean, I'm sure you wonder about it having had that happen to you. I, I don't wonder about it because I don't let other people dictate whatever I can do. So, like I said before, my goal is to work every single day, try to become the best player I can and make this team the best possible, no matter what role I serve. All right. Thank you. Go ahead, Ed, and then Chris Franklin. Hey, Landon, congratulations. Um, I just wondered uh, how, how your conversations went with the Eagles in the pre-draft process. How often did you talk to them? And do you have the ability to play guard as well? Have you played that, uh, you know, at Florida State or Alabama? Yeah, so I, I talked to the Eagles a couple times before the draft. Um, you know, I, I have on tape, I've, I've started all five positions on the offensive line. And like I said before, you know, my, my role is to, you know, whatever coach thinks that whatever position I need to be in to make the team better, that's the position I'm going to serve, no matter where it is on the offensive line, where it is on the depth chart or anything. Go ahead, Chris, and then Dave Zangaro. Hey, Landon, welcome to Philadelphia. Uh, did you have a chance to meet with uh, offensive line coach Jeff Stoutland? What was that interaction like? And once again, it gets to belabor point. Do you have any idea if you're going to play that guard or center? So talk with Coach Stoutland and the pre-draft process. You know, we, we had good meetings throughout that. I, I love Coach Stoutland. You know, he's got an Alabama background. Great dude. I, I look forward to be to getting coached by him. And, um, you know, kind of – the same thing I said earlier, it's, you know, my role is to do whatever I can to make this team better, no matter what it is, no matter what position, wh wherever coach thinks I can serve the best and make this team better. That's my goal. Go ahead, Dave, and then Martin. Hey, Landon, congratulations. Obviously, you're versatile and you've played a bunch of positions. What do you like about each of those positions you've played and what about your skill set lends itself to those positions? Uh, what I liked about those positions is I was in those positions because that's where I could help the team the most at that point in time. So, you know, I, I'm in this to make the Eagles the best team possible. Again, no matter what I can do, that's my ultimate goal. Go ahead, Martin, and then Rob Kessner. Hi, Landon. Uh, congratulations. Um, my question is, I mean, obviously you're coming to an Eagles situation where they have, you know, Jason Kelsey at center, Brandon Brooks at, at right guard. I mean, as a guy coming in, I mean, what's it like to be able to learn from those guys who obviously have made several Pro Bowls, you know, been around the league and everything and kind of know what they're doing? I mean, you know, be able to learn from those guys. It, it's a tremendous opportunity. I mean, both of them are extremely talented players, extremely experienced. And I, I'm really looking forward to be able to talk with them and, you know, one, learn what the NFL is going to be like for me and also, you know, learn more about offensive line play. I mean, two amazing players, and I can't tell you how appreciative I am to be able to learn from these guys. Thanks. Go ahead, Rob, and then Jeff McLean. Hey, Landon, congratulations. want to ask you about the, uh, the, the outdoor makeshift gym that you put together uh, during the pandemic. Uh, how did it come about? Uh, can we see it from where you're sitting right now? And uh, what, what did the players think of the concept of what you did? So the gym was actually temporary. I'm standing in the carport right now where it was, but it was it was temporary for the pandemic. Um, you know, the reason it came up was, you know, obviously everybody got sent home. We went into quarantine. 
you know, businesses shut down, the facility was shut down. And, you know, springtime is time for guys to develop, get better. And I wanted to create an opportunity for anybody on the team that was staying here in Tuscaloosa or if they were, you know, coming back for some reason to have a place to work out to be able to get better and make the team better. That was the biggest thing is, you know, providing guys that opportunity. So that was really where it came from. It was out of necessity of, you know, we didn't have the ability to go work out at our facility. So, you know, I wanted to give the guys a place to come work out. Go ahead, Jeff, and then Ramadi. Uh, yeah, Landon, uh, all the write-ups on you talk about your leadership ability. And we saw how much it meant to your teammates when you went in for the national championship the last snap. How would you describe your leadership uh, style? Um, you know, it's really, it's, you can call it leadership or however you want. My ultimate goal is not goal. I, I care for every single guy I play with. I, I love being a part of a team, especially a football team. You know, everybody at this level has a mindset that, you know, not only do they want to be the best athlete player they can be, but we also want to create the best team, a winning team. And so that's that's the biggest thing is I, I just care for my teammates. I love each and every one of them because we're a select group of guys that come to work every day knowing that we want to get better. So that's the biggest thing for me is, you know, no matter who it was, I, I loved every single guy on that team, and I'm going to love every single guy in Philly. Go ahead, Rob, and then Zach Berman. Hey, Landon, I saw a video of you, Mac Jones, doing an interview, and you're in the background doing some incredible acrobatic side flips. How does a guy, I mean, that looks hard for anyone, let alone someone your size. How did you even realize that you could do something like that? And uh, what does that say about your athleticism? Well, the, those acrobatics are called cartwheels. And, um, you know, for me, I have a gymnastics background. So I did gymnastics for quite a few years. Whenever I was younger, I was, I tumbled a lot. And, you know, it was just something that, you know, I was told that I wasn't allowed to do drills at pro day. So, you know, I was just trying to find a way to mess with Mac. Mac's one of my good friends and we always mess with each other in interviews. So, you know, it's kind of just going back and forth with him. Zach and then John McMullen. Hey, Landon, as a follow-up to those cartwheels, what do they say about where you are in your recovery that you're able to do that? So my recovery is right where I want it to be. You know, we don't have an exact time frame. You know, my ultimate goal is to be able to do whatever I can to make the team better, no matter what stage I'm at this summer or whenever we get into the season. You know, I, I want to be able to compete, be at practice by the start of the season, but obviously, you know, things may change. But right now, I'm right on schedule with where I want to be. All right, we'll take two more here with John McMullen and then Dave Zangaro. Hey, Landon, congratulations. You mentioned your versatility in the past. You played all five different positions going back to Florida State, but you finished up at center. When you made that move, did you take a look at players like Jason Kelsey or any other NFL centers to try to you know, get a better feel for the position? Absolutely. So, I mean, a lot of the times, especially during the week leading up to games, preseason, you know, we, we watch a lot of film on NFL guys because they're elite athletes. And so for me watching interior or really any offensive lineman, you know, that that's the biggest thing for me is I want to see what these guys are doing when they play and, you know, what makes them great players. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Landon, with the injuries you've suffered in college, do you anticipate any cumulative effects of those going forward into your NFL career? 
I do not because I come to work and I want to compete every day. I don't let the past bother me. What's in the past is in the past. You can't change it. You just got to live with it and move on. Hey, hey, Melton, congratulations again. Welcome uh, to Philadelphia, virtually, obviously. But uh, can you kind of take us uh, through the pre-draft process? How much interest the Eagles showed in you? And did you have any inclination this was coming? Um, so pre-draft process, no, I didn't have any inclination that this was coming. Um, I, I talked to the Eagles. I talked to a scout on the phone for about 30 minutes. And then about two weeks ago, I talked to the defensive line coach and we had a really good conversation. Uh, I, I didn't talk to them as much as I talked to a couple of other teams, but uh, it all worked out in the end. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Milton, do you remember who the scout was offhand? Um, I do not. Uh, I didn't talk to a lot of people in the uh, past couple months. Thank so I, you. I can't, I can't tell you. Go ahead, Rob, and then Ed Kratz. Hey, Milton, what do you know about the Eagles? What do you know about the city of Philadelphia? And I know you've described yourself as a quiet guy, a laid-back guy. What do you get most excited about? Uh, football. Football is a, is a big part of my life. Uh, without football, I don't, I don't know what I'd be doing. So uh, football is getting me excited. I know Philly is a, a big football town. Uh, you guys won a Super Bowl not too long ago, so I'm pretty sure you guys are ready to get back, get back, get that culture back in you guys' locker room, and uh, just ready to, to learn from some of the guys that you already got and uh, the veterans like Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, and Javon Hargrave, and things like that. Just, just ready to uh, come in there and, and give give it my all. Go ahead, Ed, and then Bo. Hey, Milton, I think you were introduced as a defensive end. You're listed as a defensive tackle. Where uh, do you fit on the defensive line? Where are you most comfortable? Um, I, I think I'll be most comfortable uh, playing defensive tackle, but also having the same uh, – having the versatility to play outside. Well, uh, basically, any position on the defensive line that, that the coaches uh, would like to uh, put me at, uh, I, I feel like I can be productive with, with, with the coaching and things like that. So uh, throughout my career in college, through high school, I, I didn't play virtually uh, every position on the defensive line. So uh, just just wherever they put me, I, I'll be ready. Go ahead, Bo, and then Zach. Milton, you had these, uh, these crazy workout numbers at your pro day. Uh, did you know that you were going to test that well? And, and, you know, do you think you played to that um, explosiveness on the field? Uh, definitely. Uh, that, that was one of the reasons I, I decided to come out this year because uh, I knew I was going to be the one of, one of the most uh, athletic uh, defensive tackles in this draft class. And um, that's why I did the, uh, the pro day at Exos, uh, just to see see what my numbers uh, were going to look like about two weeks before my actual pro day. And then in my pro day, I actually did uh, even better at, at my actual pro day. And it just uh, just shows off my work ethic and the things I'm willing to do to sacrifice for my team and give it everything. Are there like uh, like things you can do athletically that surprise people like away from the football field, like, you know, dunk a basketball or anything like that? Oh, I, I can dunk a basketball. I was, I was dunking in, in high school. Thank you. Right, that's, uh, that's, that's about it. <laughs> Go ahead, Zach, and then Chris Murray. Hey, Milton, you played in a 3-4 defense in college. Is that correct? Uh, I played in a three-man uh, three front and four-man. Okay. How do you think you fit in the scheme the Eagles are, are going to run, and, 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 and where do you kind of see yourself there? 
Uh, I feel like I'll be on the edges uh, on early downs, just with my strength and being able to hold point on the edge. Uh, but a third down, obvious passing downs, obvious passing downs. I feel like uh, I'll bump inside and be able to uh, be productive inside. But like I said, uh, my, in my college career, I played under uh, three defensive coordinators, so I'd have played in a three-man front, four-man front, and lined up all across. So uh, I'm comfortable with every position, and I just need to know where I'm gonna be and. Uh, I'm ready to roll. Chris Murray and then Chris Franklin. Yeah, my question to you is this. Some of the scouts I've heard say that you're a three-down, you know, defensive uh, tackle. Um, what's, what is your strength? Do you play the run very well, or do you like to pass rush? I think my, my strength would be uh, playing the run game. The run game has always been one of my strengths since I got into college. Uh, obviously, the uh, pass rush is something that I can improve on. Uh, obviously, last year, I I really showcased that I, I I was working on that in the off season, and I really put that put that uh, good film on uh, on tape for for uh, you guys to see. So um, uh, I think run uh, uh, the run game is uh, one of my strengths right now. Chris and then Nick. Hey Melton, welcome to Philly. Hi, question: Are there any uh, defensive linemen that you try to emulate or took some stuff away from? And uh, what if so? What were some of the skills that you, that you wanted to try to emulate yourself? I was, uh, yeah, uh, good question. Uh, obviously, uh, guys like uh, Aaron Donald, Fletcher Cox, uh, J.J. Watt, Miles Garrett, the, the list goes on. But just watching those guys, man, they, they got the full arsenal. Uh, they know everything there is to know about football. They're all explosive, motor. They never stop, strength, speed. They got the, they got the entire package. So uh, if you're a team going against those guys, you got to make sure that you account for them in your game plan or you're going to have a long day. So I try to try to watch those guys a lot and, and bring a lot of their their uh, quickness and uh, the IQ of the game and how they move and how they play certain blocks and, and bring that to my game. Nick and then Dave, Dave Zangaro. Yeah, hi, Mel. Um, congratulations. Uh, lots of players in college football uh, decided to opt out um, of last season because of COVID-19. You didn't, obviously. I wondered why and also – you know how much you feel like like that move uh, probably paid off for you. Um, just like I said, football is a big part of my life. Um, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, football is a, a big part of my life. Um, opting out was was never even a, a question because uh, I, I always wanted to just be out there with my brothers and. I knew that in the back of my mind that I wanted to have a productive year so I can maybe think about coming out. So I was ready to go. COVID or not, I was ready to play every game. And the bowl game, I just didn't – I wanted to play with my brothers the last time, and then that's when I declared. We'll go to Dave and then Ed Kratz. Hey, Melton, what's your favorite pass rush move? I like stab club. I think uh, I worked on that a lot in the off season. And I used it a lot in, in this past year. And I think it's one of my, my most effective moves. But coming to the Eagles and, and like I said, learning from guys like uh, Fletcher Cox, uh, I want hoping to uh, widen that arsenal a little bit. Go ahead, Ed. Hey, Milton, just curious where you watched the draft, who you watched it with, and what was the emotions like when you got the call that you had been picked by the Eagles? Oh, uh, man. Uh, I'm, right now, I'm, I'm in, back in Crowley, Texas, in my hometown, uh, just watching it with my family. And when I got the call, man, it was just uh, a lot of emotion. Uh, I talked to the coach earlier. I said, man, y'all got me crying like a baby. Uh, just just so excited. And 
uh, ready to be an eagle. Uh, and uh, the crazy thing is, uh, my high school uh, mascot was uh, the Eagles. So this is gonna be my second time being an eagle, and just just really ready to be a part of a great organization. A lot of ground to cover here. I just want to ask about um, the cornerback spot, Howie. I think it's a bit of a surprise that there hasn't been one taken yet. You had the opportunity in the second round, Asante Samuel, and then again in the third with, I think, um, Ben St. Just and um, Paulson Adebo kind of got picked right afterward. Are you comfortable with the cornerback spot, or was it the board that just led you away from that position? Yeah, I think we were, we were going with the board, and um, we got eight picks tomorrow. Uh, we don't start the season till September. Uh, there are other ways to skin a cat, so uh, we just wanted to go into the draft, take the best players, and kind of go from there, and, and we'll see what happens tomorrow. Go ahead, Nick, and then Bo. Hi, guys. This question's for any or all of you. Um, you know, obviously, uh, the offensive lineman you drafted, and um, here he's, he's had uh, Landon Dickerson. He's, he's played all five spots. Where do you think he projects best for you, or is that kind of going to be just to be determined? Yeah, yeah we, we think that he's an inside guy. Um, guard, center, has the ability to play both. That's, that's very valuable, right, when you're able to do both of those things. And, you know, and then obviously, too, he's, he's had uh, reps outside at tackle as well. So the versatility of him is, is really outstanding. Uh, we, see him, we see him inside just to start things off, but love his versatility and his toughness and his mean streak and just glad he's an eagle. Just thought, just can I just follow up real quick on that? I mean, you, you have, it seems like there's a lot of guys on the roster now um, that, that have at least some kind of experience at center. Um, you know, uh, even Jack Driscoll was kind of preparing to play that position before the draft last year. Um, what, what's your, what's your uh, long-term plan there? Do, or do you have one? I mean, it's, it seems like there's there's a bunch of guys, you know, for when Jason Kelsey finally does step away. Yeah, I think that we, we want to get a lot of guys who are good players, and the versity just versatility just helps to have all these guys. Andy? Sure. I mean, I, I, you go back to uh, 2018 when we played in London and Lane got hurt and Isaac Samalo went from left guard to right tackle and played a heck of a game over there and helped us win the game. So uh, the more hats you can wear, the more versatility, um, obviously the value it, it raises. But I'm sure as, as this goes along, that, that will be figured out uh, moving forward. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you, you the two, the two, when I was with the 2014 Chargers, we went through five centers that year. So to me... You need, to, you need guys with versatility. You need guys who can snap because you just never know. That's never, never oh, and then Dee Zingaro. Please not. Hey, Howie. Um, after the Milton Williams pick, it, you know, the cameras uh, showed the draft room and it looked like Tom Donahoe was, was not super happy about the pick. I was just wondering if you could shed some light on, uh, you know, that conversation there. Yeah, I think when we were at pick 70, there were a couple guys that we liked on the board. Uh, we moved back a little bit to see how it would go. Um, a couple of the guys that we liked uh, went as well. And, and you know, you, these guys spend all year scouting these guys. And um, you get favorites. You get guys that you feel really strongly about. We all do. And, um, you know, it, it's that's the fun part about being in the draft room is the emotions of it. And, uh, at the end of the day, like Milton Williams is an exciting player for our football team. Um, we're excited to have him. And, um, you know, I don't want to take away from, from his day, but uh, we're all excited about that pick. Go ahead. Even then, Jeff McLean. 
Hey, Howie, uh, you've talked before about uh, the concerns with drafting players with injury histories. Obviously, Landon Dickerson has a pretty lengthy one. Uh, what about him made you feel comfortable enough to draft him given the injury history there? Well, we think this is a special player and a special person, and um, we don't think that there was any chance that this guy would be available at the 37th pick uh, without those concerns. And, and just when we think about what this, what kind of player this guy can be, what kind of person this guy could be for our football team, um, it just re was really exciting for us. Um, and you want to add to that? Yeah, just you know the the, the makeup of Landon, uh, the ability to overcome adversity, the mental toughness, the fortitude that he has as a player, as a person, the leadership. I think when he, when he took all that into account, you know, it made sense for us right there. And uh, there was a comfort level. There was an excitement um, amongst, you know, in the building, you know, with the coaches and scouts. And uh, the player, what he meant to the University of Alabama, we, we have great ties down there. Our scouts, Ian Cunningham, Alan Walking, uh, Joe Panunzio here with us. He's been on staff down there. We have a lot of strong ties and, and relationships down there, and uh, we knew this. We knew him very well. You know, we knew him very well. Our guys did an excellent job getting the background information, and uh, there was just a comfort level with him there, and there was an excitement getting this caliber of player at 37. If I can follow up real quickly, what, what was the process like to medically clear him in kind of an unusual um, pre-draft process? Well, I think first of all, our our trainers, our doctors do an unbelievable job. Our performance staff of really vetting these guys, and, and you talked about it, Dave. What an unusual process! I mean, you're still getting medical information the day of the draft. I mean, how unusual is that? And um, guys off the board, they they're fails. We don't touch them, and uh, we rely on their judgment because uh, they're excellent in their field and. Um, at the end of the day, uh, we rely on what they say. We bring them in. Uh, we get their perspective. Um, we get their perspective on uh, all these guys, their ability to practice and play, uh, how long they think their career is, the injuries that they have, uh, not just on land, on everyone in this draft. And uh, we rely on them. And they've done an unbelievable job, really, above and beyond, because it's been so hard to, to really get this information because it's, it's been unusual. Jeff and then Martin. Uh, Howie, was there any hesitancy in taking uh, Landon because of what happened with Sidney Jones in the second round? And, you know, we've seen the opposite of that, where you guys had a guy like uh, DK Metcalf, who did have uh, a medical red flag, uh, drop down your board right. uh, and went the opposite direction. Yeah, I think you, you understand there, there's risk-reward in it. And I, I think that, again, we rely on um, – our medical staff to try to figure out the best way to handle these. And if guys are fails and they're off the board, then those aren't discussed anymore after the medical meeting. And um, again, we look at this guy as a guy that is one of the top talents in this draft, you know, really talented guy and, and a culture setter um, for our organization. And we're really excited to get him. And I know that when our fans see the type of player and person he is um, and his fit in our city for our football team, they're going to be really excited. Just, um, you know, we told him uh, when we talked to him on the phone, um, no, no car wheels, right? Is that what he is, is that what he did? Car wheels? No car wheels. No car wheels, dude. No car wheels till he's, till he's fully clear. Please. Go ahead, Martin, and then Rob Motti. Hey, this question is for Nick or anybody else who wants to answer. When, when you draft a guy like, um, Dickerson and then and then uh, Williams, you know, they're they're obviously in positions where they're behind veteran guys like Kelsey and Brandon Brooks, and on the defensive line with Fletcher and and Javon Hargrave. How how 
much does that help those guys in their adjustment to the NFL? Um, you know, knowing that they're learning from guys like that and, and does that help them eventually take over, you know, one or two years down the road? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Um, and there's no doubt. I mean, that's good insight by you that there's no doubt that that helps these guys, right? When they, when they're going, when they go into a place where with veterans established, especially the veterans you just named, um, to be able to learn from those guys, like that, that's a big, that's a big time advantage for guys. Like you, you learn from your peers, right? You learn from the tape of, of great players around the league. Well, now they get to, not only do they get to learn from their tape, they, they get to sit in that meeting room with them over and over and over again and pick their brain. So, and, and knowing uh, Landon and Milton, they're like in the, in the character that they have and the love for football they have, they're going to use that resource. And uh, I, I just that that's a great resource for them, and it's it's only going to help them uh, excel their careers. Go ahead, Rob, and then Zach Berman. Hi, this one's for Howie. Uh, Howie, I know you can't make picks based really on public perception, but how aware are you of the overall? It's been a positive reaction following day one, and obviously you can't pay attention to it, good or bad, but <laughs> it's human nature to at least be aware. So what have the past 24 hours been like for you personally? Well, I think we got out of here about 1 a.m. last night, um, and I, I couldn't fall asleep till about 2.30. And then um, I got four kids, Rob, and they woke me up uh, about 7 a.m. Um, and then I started thinking about what we were going to do tonight. And then I think all of us talked to each other about 45 times today and watched tape and um, – by the time I turned around, uh, Devontae was here, and we were going to the draft, and and uh, now I'm here. Like, I, I, I don't – I mean, I actually just asked somebody in this room. They were wearing a sweater, and I said, is it cold out? Like, what's going on outside? Like, I, I, there's, like, wind outside the draft room a little bit. So um, I have no idea what is going on outside this building. I have no idea what's going on in the world right now. If you told me there was a human catastrophe going on outside the world, is there? Is there? Or is there not? Am I missing something? Breaking news? CNN? Fox no, News? Just, just a whole lot of wind, Howie. Uh, <laughs> uh, so honestly, like uh, the the fun thing, actually, Rob. You know, tomorrow night uh, we'll all hang out. Actually, outside, it's it's gonna be really fun after the draft and just celebrate being done, and that'll be fun. And then. Um, I'll go home and, and um, actually Casey Waddle, your brother, he, he'll put together a booklet of, of everyone we drafted and all the reports. And um, there may or may not be tequila or involved. And I will look back and go, you know, this is kind of what we did. And you feel, reflect on it and you figure it out. But we're in the moment right now, you know, and um, we're focused on doing whatever we can to improve this football team and, and get the players and people that we think we need to, to climb that mountain again. Rob, I had to go check on my house today. My wife made me go check on my house, and the contractor there gave me a high five. So that was my experience today. <laughs> Better, but more, right. more real-world experience right there. Thanks, Nick. We have time for one more, so we'll end it here with Zach. Hey, in, in getting back to Landon's medical, you said no cartwheels until he's cleared. <laughs> Is there any sense when he's going to be cleared? Is training camp week one realistic? And are you confident it's not going to be a redshirt season for him? Uh, yes, we are confident it's not going to be a redshirt season. I, I think, you know, um, Jeff talked about Sydney, and I think going in we kind of said, hey, this is a guy like he he's not going to play this year and we're just going to get him right. Um, you know, that's not, not uh, what we're thinking about 
um, with Landon and um, again, you know, we know that we're going to have to hold him back a little bit. I mean, that's who he is and that's what he wants to, to do. But, uh, you know, Arsh, uh, Doc, Dr. Denota, Dr. Pepe, uh, Tom Hunkley and his staff, all their staff, Ted Rath, um, they got him covered. And um, we're really excited and, again, really excited for our fans to meet uh, these guys and get to know them and um, excited to get eight more guys, you know, maybe more, maybe less, who knows. G and